Sie hören Sport und Musik. In a world where fans fight over whether to call it football, football, or soccer, two German men defy the odds and call it Fußball. Bringing you inside the German-American Fußball experience. And now, here are your hosts, the Schnitzel Boys. Yeah! <laughs> Can't get too excited, right? No. <laughs> no, I can't get too excited at all. No. No, we cannot. Yeah. There we go. Slow fade. Slow All right, <laughs> welcome to the Schitzel oh. Boys. Welcome to the Schitzel Boys World Cup World special. Cup special. F- first of many. Instant. We are here after instant, instant reaction. Instant reaction against USA and Germany. Today is our first one because USA played Wales. The Wales. And God, where to begin? Where to begin? Where to begin? So, well, I would begin with saying, I was texting you earlier, how I was I was feeling some fan feelings today. I was, I was a little nervous. I was I got a little was a little nervous today. I didn't wasn't I I don't you I'm not I don't consider myself necessarily a a fan of the U.S. men's national team. But today I felt a tension. I felt anxious. I was like, oh. Am I now a fan of the U.S. as well as like I need another like I need another team to care about? Are you? Well, I mean, my 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 body seems to think so. I definitely was. Yeah, I was. I was a little nervous. I was. I guess I was also feeling. Um. Yeah, I I want them to do well. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you know. I'm not crushed. I'm not like if this. I don't think I'm. I feel the same way as I feel about Germany. Germany's still, you know, Germany, the World Cup. There's nothing. It goes deepest for me. But uh, I don't know. It's definitely. I was definitely feeling engaged. And then the first half was beautiful. Yeah, it really was. How many NYCFC players are on the German national team? Uh, none. How many NYCFC players are on the U.S. national team? Uh, that are going to get any minutes? Also, no. None. Well, just no, in general. One. Just Sean one. Johnson. Uh, yep. As well as a couple of Academy alumni and Gio Reyna and Joe Scallett. Uh, That's right. That's it. true. Uh, That's true. You know, and Timo Weas from Queens, apparently, or whatever. Uh, I guess I don't know if you ever spent time at NYCFC, but he's from Queens. He did not. Anyway, uh, plus with a couple of New York Red Tyler Adams and Tim Ream out there, both. Yeah, yeah. Probably arguably the two best players on the pitch were Tim Ream and Tyler Adams. Arguably. Tim Ream and Tyler Adams were the two best players on the pitch. The yeah, pitch. perhaps Tim Weah was good too. That's right. Uh, All from New York City or the New Jersey area. Uh, so 
good good on you for uh for <laughs> for, for for rooting for the u.s so yeah we came out first first off i just want to say let's start at the beginning world cup is here and i'm a kid in a candy store i love this damn tournament uh do i love qatar no i'm, I'm extra furious do i love yeah. fox sports's coverage of qatar no, no i'm extra furious about that the spanish language <laughs> coverage is doing it right England's doing it right. Germany's doing it right. Fox, no. They're like, yeah, we're owned by Qatar. Everything's fine. Let's. Well, that's what happened, right? They were only in a because they were sort of furious about this scheduling change. They got a little refund, right, on their rights package from the Something from like the that. federation, and so they weren't going to really even send anyone initially. They had. They were going to just do it all remote. Apparently, they weren't going to send any. All unrelated. I think that's all unrelated. Um, well, it's Qatar. it's related in the sense that then I think Qatar Airways stepped in to sponsor their coverage, and uh, and that's how they were able to ramp up this. So that's I think so that has probably something to do with their relentlessly kind of booster tournament booster attitude. I don't see Qatar Airways. I see the Qatar. National Committee for Inclusion and Development and Identity. What the fuck is it called? Some dumb fucking. Anyway, nonsense. somehow Qatar, yeah. Qatar, which apparently is correctly pronounced Qatar. 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 So the only they talked about the Iranian pol politics all day, but they didn't talk any Qatari politics. Right. Uh, including including the big hot topic, which was FIFA's forcing all national team captains not to wear the rainbow armband. Because Qatar has banned the rainbow, even though they have this whole all is welcome nonsense. Uh, Grant Wall was denied entrance in the stadium because he had a rainbow on his shirt, famously. Uh, uh, I think he had to muscle his way in or whatever. But anyway, I just want to talk, say that the off field is a dumpster fire. It really the is. The games are great. The World Cup is starting. They're playing. It's lovely. I love it. I, I freaking love it. Uh, you know, Qatar was very outclassed by Ecuador. I hope they lose yeah. three nothing every game. I hope they're <laughs> the biggest embarrassment of all time because they it, do not deserve to be here. I mean, it it is it is. Um... Italy wasn't good enough for this tournament, Bjorn. Just to put a little perspective. Just a, right, a little right. perspective. Qatar, on the other hand, is there. Well, they Qatar paid, they paid big money. Paid yeah. big money to pay big paid big money to maybe lose three games we'll see. yeah we'll see i mean it is it feels a little bit like reverse sports washing right in this yeah in this in this situation because qatar yeah like they they nobody care right i had no opinion about qatar yeah. about qatar as a country one way or another until 10 years ago and uh it's really it's like, it really has now, hurt them now it's it, like wow this place i knew nothing about is a real piece of sucks shit. yeah wow. so so um yeah. and Partic, i don't think uh, and i think they've already lost that battle right it's not gonna no matter how this really goes goes down yeah. in the uh, uh in detail um, well 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 they lost they soft lost it and now everyone close to them is losing their battle too. The FIFA president just probably oh, lost himself word. his yeah. presidency with his terrible "I'm gay." <laughs> He's I was made fun of because oh I read God. Freckles' speech. <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> that was that was wild. Uh, uh, so he's know, gonna uh, he's gonna lose his 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 position for this? Maybe, I, maybe I, not. We'll see. I don't know. You have All more faith. You have more faith in FIFA than I do. 
All I know is I'm losing all the last respect I ever had for that guy. Uh, but it doesn't matter. All the off-field shit's a dumpster fire, and the fire's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. No beer at the stadiums? I mean, what the fuck? <coughs> Women well, have to Well, I mean, I think, that's, I think that's I know, that fine. Shit. You know, I think that's... Uh, uh... What do you mean it's fine? You just say... Well, I mean, I think in theory, it's, it's like if you're going to a country and they have local tr- tradition, I think it's okay to respect that. However... You know, they obviously made a made a made a turnaround in the last forty eight. It's just an it's the way it happened is just an just an expression that FIFA is completely in their pocket. The the every FIFA representative is really just a spokesperson for the Qatari government at this point. So there's really no space between the two of them. And so they just get you know, they just do they just do whatever they want now, and all hold these on, Bjorn, hold on now. Where does FIFA get all its money from? Well, I mean, yeah, no. Sponsors. Right. Who's FIFA's biggest, longest-running sponsor? Who is it? Budweiser. Oh, Budweiser is? Yeah, I mean. If I'm the president of Anheuser-Busch, I would pull all sponsorship money to death. (laughs) Yeah, it's terrible. I would cancel my agreement. I'd be like, bye-bye, my money. uh, I hope you enjoyed it while it lasted. Bye-bye. This open-ended sponsorship you've had for uh, 40 years. That pays you open-endedly. It's like, good job you ended it um, today. But yeah, anyway, the comments are getting us started. Exactly. We're spending too much time. Let's cut to the game. <laughs> to USA Wales. Okay, here we go yeah. from 24-24-24-40-W. For the win. For the win. U.S. played a very exciting game for the most part, but the challenges by Wales started demolishing the U.S. star players. Yes. So, okay. First half. Amazing. We got hacked. The theory being we got hacked. We didn't we, get hacked. I say we. I say we. Oh See, boy. There you go. It's happening. It's coming over American. like a fever. The American is coming. So first off, I just want to say it, 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 you don't know what to expect because the U.S. has played some really crappy soccer for a while now. And, and, and in my mind, in my heart, I'm like the U.S. is going to have to play on its best day just to do well. And then the World Cup starts. And you know what I saw? I saw the U.S. on its best day. Tim Ream was amazing. Yeah. Uh, 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 Tyler Adams all over the field. Christian Pulisic playing great. Yeah, had a uh, very good first half. Very yeah. good. T- Tim Weah, whenever he puts on that jersey, he's a man transformed. Like mm-hmm. t- Tim Weah was the most injured player on the roster. He had no minutes with his club team with Lille. So he was a big unknown. But no, when he puts on that U.S. jersey, he's a warrior. Yeah, Weston you were McKinney not too bad. Yeah. Sergino Dest playing with a pep in the step. Uh, 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 I mean, who else? Yunus uh, Musa. Uh, Musa. Yunus Musa. Yeah. Okay. He was, I didn't say he was bad. But I thought he was great Musa. the first half. I thought he was fantastic. It was great and, the first half. Josh Sargent not too shabby doing the hold up play. Okay. But I'll yeah, I mean, he was. Is, well, what do you think about that? What do you think about. Did you did you think that was going to happen? Josh Sargent getting start? Uh, no, I mean it was possible. I guess I assumed it was Ferreira, but Josh Sargent plays in in Britain. He plays in the Championship. Most of the Welsh players play in the Championship too. I assume I should. I don't know have the exact stats in my mind, but they're either Premier League or state Championship guys. Or in the case of that last guy who was put on League One players because mm-hmm. uh, he played for Portsmouth. Um, you know, so so that's fine. But, but what I'm saying is the players were in great shape. They passed the ball really well. Uh, and then that first half, 
I know Wales, quote unquote, wants you to have the ball, but they also want the ball sometimes. And the U.S. gave it, it was like 99% possession. They didn't give many of the ball. Like, it's all our ball. The minute you get the ball, we'll take it right back. And the U.S. were doing exactly correctly. And they scored that great goal, by the way. Great goal. Yeah. Uh, turn around, pass. Timo Weah didn't hold it, nothing. Just a pinpoint sniper. One shot in, right past the keeper. Confident with swagger, like a dominant team. And the last team, the last player to score against Wales at World Cup was Pele, as given to us by Clint Dempsey. <laughs> 19, 1958. By yeah, a 17-year-old uh... Pele, by the way. It's not just Pele. It's what it, it's a young Pele. Yeah. Uh, so that it's been a while. Well, and Wales never has never uh, exited a World Cup before the quarterfinals. So it's not a lot only, of teams. Not a lot of teams that World can Cup. say that. Yeah, they've it's when they made World it to Cup. the quarters. Then not this time. Not, not this, this time. time. <laughs> uh, you're, you're calling it now. And then the second half was Lord's all right. That was amazing. That first half was amazing. You punched him right in the face. Also, would but. say if I can throw in. Uh, yeah, Wales wants to absorb pressure, but they were very poor. Like their pat, their you know, yeah. their passes didn't connect when they had the ball. Yeah, way. I mean, it was a very, is a very, very good half from the U.S. and a very poor half from Wales. Right. Uh, you know, the U.S. I guess should capitalize more. The longer you you have a one goal lead, the more there's a guarantee you're going to drop some points simple as that because uh, uh uh second half came out wales were able to regroup and the u.s never really got really that far back into it again uh they got a little bit sloppier in the final third and then walker zimmerman gave up a sloppy ass penalty mm-hmm. you know I, I mean i don't want to debate you know nobody's perfect he, he was going for the ball and bale was there and it was a little too late. I mean, I don't want to really want to break it down. I don't want to sit there and say Walker Zimmerman gave up a stupid penalty. But in hindsight, it's a very stupid penalty, right? I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, they, I mean they, it, Bale was on their target. Tim Ream kept Bale quiet. But in this one moment, it was Zimmerman who had to keep Bale quiet. And Zimmerman just isn't that talented. So he, he got through to his legs and Bale got himself a penalty. And then when he kicked the penalty, Matt Turner had his hand... He guessed on right. The, he had yeah, his hands yeah. on the ball. Yeah, he it hit was it just pretty so powerful. Hard, hit it pretty hard. 1-1. One, one. However, there's enough time to get a winner there. And there's a lot of stalling, a lot of conca caffing. And unfortunately, uh, <laughs> and, then, and then Greg put on Jordan Morris as a po- So between Gio Reyna and Jordan Morris, Greg picked Jordan Morris. Yeah, interesting. And we're like, okay. Maybe Reina's got a knock or something. Um, but you know, I mean, nice also again to throw to throw that in. Brendan Harrison did well off the bench. I thought he definitely yes. was the was the spark. Yep, the spark that was needed. Um, yep. Uh, yeah, maybe a little odd the the to bring him in for McKinney when you have a lead. You probably want a little more. But he did great. I mean, he covers covers a lot of ground. Um, and he looked, he looked dangerous carrying the ball up the field after the, after the, mm-hmm. after the equalizer. Uh, he did a good job putting Aronson away on the field at the same time. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, it's good to see because honestly, it could be argued in the attacking third that Way and Aronson are two best players, honestly. Uh, uh, especially with the way Brendan Aronson's been playing. He brought that spark plug energy with him right on the field and it showed. Uh, you know, it just the U.S. couldn't get that second goal. You know, eight years ago in our first game against Ghana, John Brooks was able to get the winner there right after they equalized. Here was that same situation. Wales equalized, and but the U.S. couldn't get their winner. There was no John Brooks on the field to get that header. The U.S. Yeah, is poor I mean, on set pieces. That's never changed. Mm-hmm. That That's something they never fixed. Yeah, I think uh, I would say in terms of the offense, I thought they – like you said, they played well throughout through the midfield. For the final, yeah, the, the the final pass really only connected at one time, and really there weren't any other great chances. There was a lot of a lot of blind crossing from both right. sides, really, that didn't didn't seem super promising because they don't get that many people forward. There was one that one header from Sargent early on that hit the post that was. Uh, that had a chance, but after that, it just seemed a little—it seemed a little chaotic. You have these these lobs into the box, and then you're also vulnerable at that point to counterattacks. Pul- Christian Pulisic, I think no one sort of personified the two different halves more than Pulisic, who was really great in the first half and was connecting, <sighs> and and in the second half, you could see him again, kind of turning into that turnover machine that he is sometimes when he just sort of puts his head down and uh, gives the ball gives the ball up in dangerous in dangerous spots yeah but they were also going at him hard you know that's true yeah there was a lot of hacking i think that's what our 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 commenter is saying demolishing the demolishing the star players yeah he gets he got he got hit a lot that's definitely true we targeted bale they targeted Pulisic. Um, that's what uh, that's the one thing, right? Both teams could agree on that the ref was not great. The ref, the Qatari ref, was uh, uh, had a had a similar a similar performance than the the team the day before. He did not. It was not a good right. not a good performance by the ref. He couldn't decide whether what is a yellow card. It was very. It was pretty inconsistent. His, his the way he handed out cards. Remember, the way he do you remember he, the ref? he was stopping. What's that? Do you remember the ref? This is the ref. Do you remember? The ref? Which ref? Yeah. This is the ref that Greg Berhalter made fun of in his post-game pro- uh, conference two years ago when he did the same thing. There's, oh, no, there's absolutely no reason FIFA signed us this. this ref. This ref was a guest ref for the Gold Cup and, and, and refed a god-awful game for, I think, the quarterfinals or something at the Gold Cup. And, and then Greg Berhalter had words with him on the field. And in the post-game press conference, people asked him when he talked to the ref. And Greg Berhalter said, oh, well, he's from Qatar. And we, we told him that we, we know people in Qatar. So we just told him that he did a really good job. And then everyone laughed because it was a joke. That's not what he said. <laughs> uh, and and he, was clearly making, he was clearly making a point of reference that Qatari shouldn't be refereeing games. And, and, and that, that ref from our Gold Cup, where Greg Berhalter made fun of him after a mm. shitty game, that ref was assigned to be our ref at the World Cup. How about yeah. that? Isn't yeah. that a coincidence, Bjorn? <laughs> FIFA. Uh, FIFA. And, like, and this ref it. was bad. Yeah, okay? he wasn't great. I mean, I don't think heavy. I don't think he was results-changing bad, but he was... Well, what, why did that one Welsh player 
not get a second yellow at the end. Nichols and May, what was his name? Nichols something or other. Oh, yeah, yeah. On a yellow from the beginning. Brutal tactical foul at the end. And they just let him sub him off. Yeah. No, he gets a second yellow. That's a red. That's a sending off. That's Wales with 10 players with 10 minutes left to go. You don't think that's game changing? I mean, that's, you know, who, who is to say? That was That's pretty late. Yeah, it's pretty late in the game, maybe. Pretty but, basic uh, refereeing, if you ask me. Yeah, he uh, didn't do, yeah, he did not have a good game. He was heavy with yellows at the beginning and then light on yellows at the end. Yeah, made no sense. Just yeah, like, I mean, he, uh, he he handed out he handed out a lot of yellows early, but that failed to sort of he still never really got control of it. No, which yeah, it was too bad. So bad, inconsistent refereeing. But with all that being said, typical USA. There's always a little disappointment embedded in the performance. You know, uh, we got one point. We were the more dominant team. But you, but you don't get dominancy points. So nope. they both got one. And now the U.S. has to lose by well, less goals against England and win by more goals against Iran. And then, and then getting through. Which, which, which they can do. So hopefully. Hopefully you can do it, boys. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think it, was a, it was, a, was a fair result based on the both. Based on both. Based on the whole game, I think. It, they they really kind of fell apart a little bit in the second half, and so they had it coming. But it's after halftime, you you kind of think ahead. You're like, oh, they kind of they got this under control. They're going to establish themselves as the number two team in the group. The England game becomes bonus. Anything they get out of it is is gravy. And then just have to have to see how Wales does against Iran to see how, how how the final game goes so yeah it was a little it was, it was disappointing but it's a it's a young team they do not have that kind of um you know they're not at that level where they can just sort of run out games where it's like oh we have a lead we're going to be in control it got pretty chaotic in the second in the second half and and they made Wales look better than they are. I guess we'll find out as this goes on how, how Wales... It's always hard to say, right? With the first game, same with England and Iran. Is, is England just really good? Is Iran really bad? Time will tell. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what the second round looks like. You know, hopefully Iran wakes up because uh, they're going to they're go after Wales uh, uh, just to salvage some sort of face. Uh, but... My prediction for the U.S. was five points. I predicted a tie against Wales, tie against England, a win over Iran. That is still happening. Hopefully the U.S. could maybe pull off a little bit of a miracle and smash and grab a tie against England. Maybe the U.S. could do to England what Wales did to the U.S. today. Maybe what comes around goes around. I can still be hopeful. We didn't lose. It wasn't a blowout. We came up there. They played well. They played fun. And I think this 1-1 frustration might serve well to them. Like you said, it's a young team, and these are the lessons that they need to learn. And these are the lessons that will make them better players. Uh, 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 Exactly what you said. It is a young team, and stuff like this is going to show. And it did. Uh, But, you know, a lot of positives. I thought the player performances overall were pretty strong. No one was noticeably weak. Matt Turner did a save when he needed to. Matt Turner was Mm -hmm. pretty solid. No one on the field for the U.S. was particularly weak. I can't really think of anyone that was particularly weak. 
Even Serginho um, Des maybe was bad with his defensive performances. We know that, but he was very fast. He was he's very saucy. He's just so such a saucy. He's a saucy <laughs> he little a attacking saucy little player. player. And mean, sometimes he gets caught and has to run fun. back. Yeah. And Tyler Adams has to cover his ass. It happened, I think, two or yeah, three times. Tyler times. Adams was great. I yeah. thought, yeah, I don't think... I guess if you wanted to nitpick, I think the the you know Kellen Acosta, I didn't think was so. He's just once they once they were trying to get the lead back, it's just then you don't have Musa, you have Kellen Acosta, who's not as much of a ball carrier. So um, yeah, Jordan Morris instead of Gio Reyna is a is a question mark. There was just a little bit of yeah, Haji Wright was really quiet. We didn't see any right. anything from him, but that was all pretty late. It was just a kind of chaotic as much as the first half was was they were in control and the press was working and it was just they just invited chaos into the second half and then got punished for it it was nice to see them kick the ball in the box finally that's good they usually don't do that they need to be better at that they need to work on that they need to work on their set pieces they need to work on their crossing something they never really did much throughout all of qualifying so they're playing catch up on that uh, and, um, you know, uh, uh, they don't really have a number nine. Sergeant and Haji, right, were both relatively ineffective as far as number nines go. So you got your goal from Tim Way. You got your attacks from Christian Pulisic. You know, uh, you got your attacks from Tyler Adams and whoever. You know, it's not your number nine that's been the threatening on goal. It's been the players and the wingbacks, you know, mm. yeah. doing that stuff, just how they're built. Uh, you know, so a little, a little deflated, but I'm pretty happy with how the game went overall. It could have gone worse. You, you'd want it to go in. You want them to beat the crap out of them, or at least get the three points against Wales. But that's not what happened. Which has been our pattern throughout all of qualifying. You go into these three game windows, being like, "We're going to get nine points," and they get five instead. That's just how it's. A, right. And now this opening World Cup group game, Dili, <laughs> is the same, same thing. Uh, I think yeah. they're going to get their five, hopefully. Right. Hopefully, not going to work. I mean, this was this was a big... Yeah, it was big. A, a win would have been big, you know? A win... Would have. Would have been would have been big. And they were... Would've. It was it was within their reach. So that is... Yeah, I definitely feel... I feel as a new... As a brand new... Brand new fan as of today, I feel a little... I feel a little sad. I don't... Yeah, I felt like... The whole time, it's like we need a second goal. My mom texted yeah. me. She's like, "You need a second goal." I'm yeah, like, I mean, it felt like that. Goal. It felt this like isn't it, gonna, this is not going to be a one nothing game. It, it's exactly. It felt like one of one these one. one of these set yeah. pieces or these these uh, you know uh, what's his name Kiefer Moore that guy right. tall, his Giant. height he he had yeah. a I mean he had a an open header that was that yeah. that could have yeah it could have yeah you're right it yes, could have gone it could have gone worse but. All right, I'll take um, it, man. All right, so 1-1 one, one, USA-Wales, first game down. Uh, we got it. England on Friday. England let's on Friday. Germany's let's, playing on Wednesday. Let's get a point against England on Friday. Okay, Germany plays Japan on Wednesday. Is that what it is? That's when it is. Our, um, our next have... episode is going to be also a post-game reaction. What's your prediction of that game? Uh, Germany's going to win 3-1. Uh, 3-1. to, one. Three to one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, I don't know. Did I'll I say give it else? a Did I say else before. No, two to one. What'd you say? 
Did I say something else previously? <laughs> it's possible. I, no, I'm uh, just I'll give it a two to one. I'll go two I, to one. Uh, yeah. No. Very two. interesting game because the Japanese players know the Germans very well. Uh, and in turn, the Germans might know them pretty okay. And Germany is playing with this fun roster with five sort of surprise last pick clubs. <laughs> Nicholas yeah. Fulkrug scored on his debut for Germany against Oman. He scored in his last game. Uh, it was not a great game against Oman. Uh, pretty yeah, sloppy, I mean, but it's also a friendly. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Yeah, doesn't matter. It's just getting everybody. Yeah, yeah. Just getting everyone the down there. Getting sure there. everybody down there. Let them run around a little bit. That's that's fine. Messing right. up my stat of people <laughs> people having debuts at right. the World Cup. Everyone's um, already played. There's no more debuts. Everybody's, debuts everybody is, also got some time. Everybody got some yeah. time. They're committing to your stat. They're not messing it up. They're just not expanding on it. The right. stat stays the same. Uh, so yeah, let's let's hope let's hope Germany. So now let's talk about this for two quick seconds. So okay. I root for the U.S. and for Germany. The advantages are those are two totally different fan experiences. I'm allowed to root for one of the elites in Germany, and I'm allowed to root for my underdogs, the United States. I'm allowed to root for a team that's established. I'm allowed to root for a team that everyone likes to hate and thinks can't handle things. So it's two totally different rooting experiences. So, like, I root for the United States because fuck everybody else. Everyone has this (laughs) anti-American. Americans think we suck and foreigners think we suck. Screw those guys. (laughs) I'm part of a small, passionate group of U.S. fans that feel that Americans do have the wherewithal to actually be good at the sport. And I refuse to be told that we can't. I just refuse. That's my U.S. half. Then I got my Germany half. Germany is this whole side of the thing where they've won four World Cups, but everyone would love to explain that away. They would love to say that they're boring to watch. They would love to say that they're lucky. They would love to say that they don't have star players. Who are these people? Who are these people? Most people. You know. I can't believe you don't. Most people. Germany, Germany doesn't get any respect. Everyone, everyone, everyone won't shut up about Leo Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo and Karim Benzema and Kerry Kane. Who's talking about Thomas Muller? Uh, Nobody. Uh, Thomas Muller has a million goals, okay. a million uh, Champions League. He's got a World Cup title under his belt. He had, none of those players have the titles and, and stats that he has. Who's talking about? Mm, but, okay. but what I've, I'm saying is that Right. Germany is an elite, and they're unapologetically so. And the USA is an underdog, and they're also like, stick it to the man. So, so as a fan, I love rooting for both because they keep each other honest. And one has expectations of winning, and the other, when when they win, it feels like a million bucks. Where if Germany loses, it's it, it's a disappointment. But if they make their way to the final and beat the other elites, then that feels like a million bucks. It's mm-hmm. like two just very different fan experiences. Okay. That's my yeah. that's my take on All being right. a German American soccer fan. Yeah, I think um well, I mean, we've established, right? you you have a you have a an openness about your fandom and a flexibility that adjusts to the uh to the <laughs> <laughs> to the moment, to the moment, for two to national the moment teams, okay? I only root for two national teams. Okay, the United States and Germany. That's it. 
I'm not going to add any more nationals. Unless, unless, I don't know, Brazil, if they, if it came no, down to it, you would feel <laughs> some. You could probably. Anyway. I, always root, I always root against Brazil. I hate Brazil. I, li- I lived oh, in I five years. I, I didn't know that. I was going to say, yeah. I actively root against them. Always have, always will. Um, well, anyway, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I understand. So, um, yeah, for me, I guess, yeah, the Germany thing is really the German soccer thing. Is the, you know, I've lived in New York almost 30 years now, and I do not really keep up um, with politics or a lot of, you know, I have I have family in Germany. I go there every once in a while. I do have a connection. But the only thing that I, that I feel really passionate about or that has sort of stuck with me in all these years is the soccer team. Like that is, and especially right. at the World Cup, it's like when that, or any tournament, even the Euro, it's always I'm I always feel like I'm eight years old and it's the only thing that matters and that is just goes deep now the yeah U.S. men's national team is a new thing for me that I even have any I felt felt a little when Jimmy Sands when my my boy Jimmy Sands had his his run there I felt sort of uh, a connection and I felt kind of proud about of him and 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 worried about him and uh but in general, I haven't sort of felt that strongly. But now, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm getting a little... I feel like this... I also feel a little bit like this team has taken so much shit. Greg Burhalter has taken a lot of shit. And I think a little more than he deserved, really. I think, you know, there's the, 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 the fan base does seem to have this undercurrent of like, we should just be better at this. We should be up there with the elites of the world and that's just not it's just not the case there's it's just a long uh, a long process and and i think i mean we've talked about this before i think burhalter has done pretty well to transition from this like defense first uh defense first hope for a set piece kind of more playing style and i think that's not an easy thing and so I, I'm I'm rooting I'm rooting for this team and I'm rooting for them I think on that level, and uh, we're getting a comment about well, missed calls. Quick, yeah, on. we've talked about that. Yeah, yeah. The oh crap! I forgot what I was gonna say. That's why I need to have a little pen and paper. I always forget immediately what I was gonna say. We do. We uh, oh, 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 at halftime. At halftime, I was about to. I was gonna go in the U.S. Soccer Reddit and just say Bearhalter out. That's it. And then in the comments, be like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> what are you talking about? You need to get rid about? of this damn guy. <laughs> uh, uh, as a way to say F you to all those freaking bear halter out nuts. I mean, what a, what a, yeah, that was a, that was a very, it was a very good half. And so, yeah, uh, Cam Z right. is saying, I don't understand why U.S. didn't put Reyna or Ferreira in. Yeah, that's a, it's, it's fair. I don't think Jordan Morris would, would have been my number one. I mean, I think Ferreira. Ferreira, I don't get, but like. Ferreira, it's probably like, not quite, you know, it doesn't quite have the physical prowess to deal with this with these Welsh defenders, maybe. But, Sergeant makes more sense. Sergeant yeah, makes for more muscle, sense. For muscle. Muscle and because he knows those guys. He plays in Britain, those are British defenders. He, he's of that style. Reyna, though, I agree. Reyna, Reyna would have been a great spark off the bench, and he chose Jordan Morris instead. I hope, and I don't hope, because I want Reyna to be healthy. I wonder if Reyna maybe has a knock or what. Or, 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 well, or, or it's Jordan also Morris maybe, you know, like her, know. him and him and but, Aronson, maybe a little similar also as a player, like 
probably one or the other maybe you're bringing in. I don't know. We'll see what happens next. I, I will put... pray. Tonight I'm praying to the Lord. Above, and I'm praying that Greg Bearhalter searches deep in his heart and finds a place for Gio Reyna and Christian Pulisic to be on the field at the same time. So I hope I hope I hope he finds that Pulisic and yeah, how so. how would you I mean yeah. I think I mean not today Reyna or Aronson didn't start, who are both two guys that you could really make a case are Cam Z, are you saying Ferreira should have been subbed in over Haji Wright? Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just trying to get clarification here. Uh, personally, I was fine with Haji Wright going on and getting minutes. I don't know. Uh, he's you know he's been proven himself in Turkey. Or Ferreira, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I guess for for me, that's a 50-50, right? Isn't that six of one, half a dozen of the other at that point? And Haji Wright's more of a number nine. Ferreira's more of a like a supportive sort of number 11, I think. Uh, yeah i mean it's interesting how ferrera really has has dropped though he's been starting that's that's one thing i think that surprised me you know and and positively i would say where we've been people have been ragging on berhalter as like oh he's gonna stick with his guys and and he's made some i mean starting tim ream that wasn't a given he hasn't played he hasn't started a lot of games lately and he's like oh he's the he's the guy in form he's gonna get the He's gonna get the spot, and I think that was redeemed. He did. He did. He did really well. Um, Do you want to hear a weird same, stat? On and that, same Bjorn? with with Josh Sargent. I think Ferreira got so much time, and Pepe. What do you got? So Josh Sargent and Tim Ream both haven't played for the United States since like September of last year. They're doing mm. the same game. Mm-hmm. Both of those players are from St. Louis, Missouri. Both of those players played for the same high school. In St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, wild. Okay. Did you know that? But not at the same time. Tim not at the same a, time. Tim Reeves a bit older. Like 12 years older, even 15 yeah. years older, whatever it was. Uh-huh. But, uh, that's wild. But isn't that a bonkers specific little stat? stat? Yeah. <laughs> they just both have St. Louis behavior in them or something. I don't know what's going on. Uh, yes, Cam Z, Tim Ream played, played really good. I think Tim Ream was easily player of the match for the U.S. I think so. He did well, yeah. I mean, I he's gonna he's going to face some in the next game uh, some attackers that are a little more fleet of foot as these <laughs> these uh, yeah. this this Welsh this well, Welsh buds. I will say Gareth that Bale, his job was Gareth Bale. Yeah, Gareth so, Bale is not a is not ninety is not ninety minute match fit either, and you could you could you could see him not being a hundred percent. He did you know right. he's Gareth Bale so. Uh, well, by Stu Holden miracle. said he's he's of a high pedigree, which I think is is well put. He is of a high pedigree, but he's not he's not a hundred percent. Did you see his miracle fit. recovery? And only <laughs> right, and right. only one week he went from being a, a a player who couldn't play for LAFC to a ninety minute player. How about that? MLS Cup a, MLS Cup gives you wings. It's about magic legs. Anywho. <laughs> Uh, so thanks for joining us. Do you have any yeah. last thoughts or anything, Bjorn? No, this was great. I like this. The I like just at post game immediate reactions. That's good. I'm enjoying. We are it. here every USA Germany game. So on the chat in the fam, join us Wednesday 
after the Germany and Japan game will be here. That's right. Best case scenario, Iran beats Wales and U.S. beat Iran. Wales and blah, blah, blah. Both lose to England. Yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll get a point against England. Who knows? Don't let first Maybe. games fool you. It's, Sometimes it's teams possible. show up for round one, and by round two, they're, they're, they're a little sloppy, a little lazy, like lackadaisical. You know, who knows? One can dream. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, These, this English team looks pretty stacked. It does. I mean, no also, question. something. one thing to watch, I'll just say this briefly, like that I was thinking about today, you know, these people are in mid-season form, you know? If you, if you saw an English team, the English team, you saw you saw a group of players that are in mid-season form that are just ready to go and that is not usually the case and so we'll see how that plays out but this the, the top euro players could dominate this tournament we'll see how it goes but one yeah. thing to watch yep yep and i think we've seen that already quite a disparity anyway right, everybody. Bis, 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 bis.